and welcome to another episode of the Half Full Reviews podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and today I'm joined by Dave. How's it going today, Dave? It's going pretty good. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm excited to have you on again. I think last time you were on, we also talked about Marvel, and today we're going to be talking about the TV show Miss Marvel, but we're also going to be talking about a lot of the other TV shows and movies that have come out recently for Marvel and what's coming out next. And we're just going to kind of give our opinions on them, summarize them briefly. Um, if it's brand new, you know, or just came out, we'll avoid any major spoilers, but we'll try to drop spoiler warnings too if we get into that. Um, if not, it should just be a fun discussion. So, Do we really need spoiler warnings on some of this stuff when they've been out for like two, three months now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, right? So most people watch this stuff right as it comes out, I think. So. Well, before we get into that, um, you know, have you seen anything new recently? I actually Before have. we get into the Marvel talk? Yeah, I have actually. Uh, let's see. This last weekend I watched like three different movies. I don't know, it was like a movie watching weekend just in the evenings. <laughs> And uh, it was nice to catch up on some stuff. I watched Jurassic World um, on, just on my TV at home. Have you seen that? Now, is that... I'm, I'm old school on the Jurassic Park. Is that like the second or third one of the original? Or is that the Chris Pratt second one? These are the Chris Pratt ones, but it's the newest one. So I think this one was okay. called Jurassic World Dominion, I think. And that would be a no. I am way out of touch then with that, which okay. is a shame. Okay, this is the third one. So the first one, they in Jurassic World, they reopen the park. Um, again, this time they do it right with better safety measures, but they make the same mistake, you know. You know, the dinosaur escapes, and they have to escape the island, and everything's trying to eat everybody, except they have raptors now that can be trained. And one of them's like a main character, and it partners up with Chris Pratt. And the second oh, one... Gosh, I barely even remember what the second one is. I think, I think, oh yeah, they're trying to go back and save the dinos because the volcano's going to explode and they're all going to die. So they save them and they promise to relocate them, but it turns out it's a poaching thing. Then they meet this girl who they think is a clone, and they take her. Um, and, you know, and then the third movie starts, and they've been raising this girl. And then someone else takes her in this, in this latest movie. And, you know, generic bad guy says he's going to be good to the dinosaurs. Generic bad guy does bad things. Generic bad guy gets eaten by dinosaurs. Uh, nothing super creative, but it's <laughs> it's kind of like watching like um, a Mission Impossible movie or uh, what what's some other good ones that are just like you know wash and rinse. Uh, Fast and the Furious, you know, okay, just re repeat themselves. You know, just different adventures, same stuff. That's kind of what the Jurassic World movies are, but it's still super fun to watch. I mean, it's dinosaurs and dinosaurs are cool, and then they eat people, and that's cool. So. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It's not definitely not a must-see, but if you like the other Jurassic World movies, you would like it. And if you didn't, then don't waste your time because it's really just the same thing. So, <laughs> But um, the other thing I watched was a movie called Persuasion. Um, and that came out on Netflix. It's a brand-new Netflix movie. Um, and it, it was actually really good. It was kind of along the lines of the movie Pride and Prejudice, where it's like old-timey, kind of English setting with a guy and a girl and uh, she gets persuaded not to marry him and then he goes off and he gets wealthy and has a title and he comes back and she's still not married you know and so like you know it's your typical you know kind of love flick thing but it was really well done it was entertaining and well done and it was it was cool watch that one and i think i watched another movie too but honestly i can't remember what it was it might have been something i've seen before too uh but that was that was long-winded <laughs> what about you what have you seen recently 
or mostly mostly Marvel stuff, or have you been dipping into some other stuff? No, I dipped into something else. That's probably an old school. Well, it's, it's an old classic, but you know, I'm probably going to catch flack for this because how very original of me. But mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched Top Gun for probably the 80,000th time. You know, just because. Top Gun 2's out and still have yet to go see that yet on the big screen, so I'm, I'm, I haven't seen it yet either. But uh, you know, which is which is surprising, you know, because everyone's already been and seeing it like two, three, four times now, and I'm like, haven't seen it yet, but I watched Top Gun again. <laughs> I've heard only good things about it from everyone who's seen it, um, and so I, have I, I also like Tom Cruise, so that's fine, and uh, I'm totally gonna watch it, but again, not till it comes out at home. And then I'll end up watching it just because I haven't been going to the theaters lately. So I used to go to the movie theaters every month and, and see whatever was new. And before that, long time ago, 12, 14, 15 years ago, I actually worked in a movie theater and I really saw everything then. Um, I saw everything, whether or not I wanted to see it because it was free and I watched every movie. But these days, I haven't really been going to a movie theater. So I kind of wait for it to come out at home. I did watch another one. I did watch The Batman about a month ago. Because oh, well, it, it came into was that HBO good? Max. Uh, no, no, That's just a, just no. No, just just a flat no. Uh, could have been an hour movie. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> no, like I, I don't know how how somebody would sign off and say that this would be a product we could put out. I don't. I, out of all the Batmans, that's what you gave us. Like, I actually would have been better off just having a replay on the big screen, modernize it, give me Michael Keaton again. <laughs> yeah, all those old Batmans are really cool. They're fun to watch. I even like the Christian Bale ones for the most part. Some of them are a little, like, long, you know? But, I mean, they were still cool. And when they came out, they were very cool because it was kind of the best thing we, we had Batman-wise that looked, you know. Batman-y. You know, it was like kind of yeah, hardcore. It, it was like dark Batman, which was kind of cool. Right. And this one, I I don't know. It was, it was just done in a weird way. You know, we've we've heard the story of Bruce Wayne and his father so many times mm. and all this and that. They they said they weren't going to do it, but they did. All, That's so all this, Everybody knows all, who Batman is. Okay, we don't need to know. Right. Again. How, how, how many more times do we need this? And then... This this Riddler character they give us, Batman's supposed to be one of the smartest people, but he, he's not solving the riddles. But you can. The like I solved the movie within the first twenty minutes. <laughs> Maybe you should be Batman. Uh, and that that's the scary part. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, they, they, they're just not respecting either the audience or their. Just bad writing. Who knows? I haven't seen it, so I can't say. But that's a that's a bummer. I was kind of excited to see that one. Or maybe they're smart because what they wanted to give you more, which I, they should have. I wanted more of the penguin, and he wasn't involved as much. Hmm. So maybe they gave. So maybe they gave a crap movie, so they could leave you lingering around in hopes to see the second one, and it'll be better. Because okay. they set so the, the bar really was like low. A better character than the Riddler. Right. And how was how was the Catwoman, the Catwoman Batman thing? Was that uh, going anywhere? We we've seen it. You know, we've seen it with Michelle Pfeiffer, who took that role and ran with it. Then we saw it with Halle Berry. Then Anne Hathaway did it again. The Catwoman has been 
has been used so many times and it, it, I don't know. I wanted more I wanted more of the penguin just because it's one of those villains that hasn't been used so much yet like the Joker has. The Joker's been so far out there, you know, and it, to do the Joker, if you perform it well, you're going to win an you're going to win an Academy Award now. But if you're not that good, you're you're going to make a bad Batman movie. But we have yet yeah. to see a penguin villain, you know, and I think if they explore that realm a little bit more, that you've really got something. You know, we've seen Penguin. Uh, Mr. Freeze was always I, one of my favorites too. I wouldn't have minded something Mr. with him. Mr. Freeze cool. is good, you know. So, so there's a lot, you know, there's a lot more that they could go. So, hopefully, but again, it's the Batman, and it, you know, I'll keep seeing them because. It just brings me back to my childhood. So the more they put out a Batman movie, unfortunately, I'm going to keep seeing them. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty much the same way. So if uh, if my if my other half has enjoyed DC movies at all, I would have dragged her through to it. But uh, she just she gave up on those, and we don't go to the movie theater a lot. So maybe when it comes out at home, you know. Um, but hey, let's uh, let's get ready. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic. And I know that. Some stuff has come out between last time. I think last time we left off, we talked about Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home. And we talked about um, uh, Hawkeye and maybe something else after that. Probably probably, probably the older shows. So we'll skip all that, but I also don't want to start at Doctor Strange. I want to get right to the meat and potatoes. And I want to talk about Miss Marvel because that's what we're going to call the episode. Um, and then after we talk Miss Marvel, we can go backwards and forwards and talk about the other stuff that's come out around it. Um, also because Miss Marvel is the one that I'm most familiar with. Um, I'm still waiting to see some of the other stuff. So, Miss Marvel, huh? Well, uh, you can start on this. Um, what, what was your first impressions of it, the first episode, and then where it went from there? You know, for, is it any good? Yeah, it's really good, but first thing before we get into that, boy, we're really going from DC now to Marvel. We're really uh, appeasing <laughs> both crowds here, huh? <laughs> we are, except we, we kind of trashed on the DC. Yeah. So. Well, um, you know, get, getting into Miss Marvel, you know, it that was just a great feel-good story, you know. Kid, you know, we all had that childhood where we wanted to be something. You know, we all played, we wish we could have been a superhero. We wish we could have had powers, what it would have been like. And that was, spoiler alert, that was that was what Marvel did in this one. And then it was about the family, their struggles of what they had to do to come over here. And you, you really learned, and it just, to summarize it, it just brought everything together, if that, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Starting out with it, the first episode, it was really slow for me. Um, so I wasn't so sure I wanted to watch. I think my wife fell asleep during it. So I watched the second episode, and then the third one, and I didn't really get much further than that into the series. But I did see the part where she starts developing her powers, and she starts using them to, and tries to save people and stuff. So I got to see a little bit of that. Although I do have a lot to say about Miss Marvel in general. Um, this show... I just fell off. Does it get better after three or four episodes? Yeah, they took it out. You, yes, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen it, to me, it to me it does. Which you know, everyone to to each their own. You know, I didn't going back to DC. I didn't like the Batman, but other people 
could say that was a great movie. Uh, for me, I thought it was a great show. It got better. There was a great there was a great story, and they circled it with what they did there at the end. And I like what they did with the damage control. I don't know if you picked up on it. The, those cop like people. Do you remember them at all? Um, that, that I, are I chasing don't remember them from anywhere else, but I do Spider have a lot Man to... No Way Home. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so there there's a tie in there, and of course with Spider-Man No Way Home, we did see good old Matt Murdock. Those people who don't know who Matt Murdock is, that's Daredevil, not he, Ben Affleck. That was really cool. I caught that right away. Um, so so that was pretty neat. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, seeing kind of so there's that. So there so so there's that Marvel tie-in that they always do in those movies. So, how many episodes total did we have? Let's look it up. Do you remember? Uh, six. Six? Six total. That seems about seems, normal. They're doing about six-ish. Yeah, the running theme. Yeah, running theme. So, I mean, I watched... I did watch everything of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is off-topic. Um, but, I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, too. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows that. Um, I thought that was amazing. Absolutely stellar. Um, one of the best things they put out. But I... Obi-Wan's one of my favorite characters, too. And I think there's a lot of good story there. And, and, and Ewan McGregor is a great actor. I mean, everything he's in is, is pretty decent. So, um, this... I think what didn't grab me about this was I, we didn't have any prior tie-in to, Mar to Miss Marvel. She's a brand-new character to us. And then it was very um, young. You know, the casting was young. The love story was young. Um, which is okay. Sometimes it can be done... Um, but it can be hard to kind of connect with that if you're a good bit older, you know, too. Uh, for some people, yeah, they're maybe, good. maybe some people have an easier time connecting. I have a tough time connecting to, like, teenager shows, which is what it kind of felt like well, a vibe. Well, in the direction that they're more going to is, like, they're taking, you know, going back to, like, 2012 or whatever, like, when Winter Soldier or something came out, they introduced either via an end credit scene or a little blip during the movie of what a new character would be down the road that you would see in a movie. Mm -hmm. And it does seem like now they're just giving these new characters their own show and then they'll get the movie. Yeah. And that, that I guess that's cool. I don't mind them putting out TV shows by any means, put out whatever they want. Lots of people love it and eat it up. Um, I've missed a lot of Marvel stuff lately because I've either read summaries of it and, like, no one's wanted to go see it with me. Or flat out, I try watching it and haven't liked it. Which is weird because, I mean, up until Endgame, you know, I was one of the most excited people you could have met to go see Endgame. I had t-shirts and a jacket. I actually purchased this really cool hoodie that was the Endgame suit that they, you know, the suits that they go into the, the future or past with or whatever. And they all split up and they wear those suits. I had a hoodie that was done up just like it that I wore to the theater and we had, you know, shirts on and stuff. And we were, I watched every single interview I could scrape from the internet on, on that thing. When it was coming out, we were so excited to see the Avengers movies as they were coming out, even before that, a few before that. So that was like the peak of my Marvel fandom. And then since then, they have had some good stuff. You know, we, we talked about this on prior episodes, so I won't go into all the ones I liked and didn't like either, but it's not feeling the same to me right now with Miss Marvel, well, Dr. Strange. Well, you know, that's you know. That's also because, you know, uh, uh, I mean, as much as we hate to say it, you know, 
they're done with Iron Man, they're done with Captain America, because just like anything, you have to use something to get a following for. And then that's going to become obsolete, in a way, which I, is... I heard I guess rumors almost, that, um, you know, that they were going to have Iron Man in the new Iron Man movie. Or Tony Stark was coming back in the Iron Man movie. Or Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I heard he was going to be in the Iron Man movie. Did you hear anything about that? I... I didn't hear anything about that. The only thing I heard of is a Black Panther thing, mm-hmm. which is a spoiler because, I mean, anybody who knows a little bit of comic books knows that at some point Wakanda does get hold, potentially, of an Iron Man suit. Oh, okay, so they might need and to... Some, and somebody in Wakanda, you get Iron Man out of somebody in Wakanda. Now, does, <laughs> that, that'd be awesome. Is, now, is that true? Uh, I mean, if you just go by the comic books, there is there is another essential Iron Man, and it's not Tony Stark's daughter, and it's not Pepper Potts. Okay. So, do they just show Tony Stark in that endeavor of going to Wakanda? Maybe, yeah. Maybe even flashbacks, or it just referenced to him like being on the news channel or like because they've shown him in a lot of stuff too and talked about him just footage wise so they could show him without him actually being in it maybe and if and if people do want to check me out there are comic books it does it does it does exist that is a that is a theory well i know enough about you to take your word for it so (laughs) for sure um okay i mean so, I mean, okay, before we jump over to these other ones, is there anything else you wanted to say about Miss Marvel? You know, did it end well? Was it, did it set you up for anything? Yeah, I think it ends, you know, just like what the title says, and I think you can very well put together. Okay. When we'll see Miss Marvel next. I mean, the okay. name's already there, you know? Yeah, it kind of is, yeah. So, you know, like, so, so, okay, go ahead. I do have a question. Okay. I played the Avengers game for Xbox. um, And that came out a few years back. It was so cool. You play as Miss Marvel. That was was in my first introduction to Miss Marvel. Like, I knew who she was, but I never read her comic books or anything. So I played this game. And this girl, which, I mean, kind of fit right in with the story. And her her father, which, whatever, whatever she calls him. Um... So the two of them are flying on a helicopter and they're going to AvengerCon. But it's a big deal. It's on an island and the Avengers there are actually hosting it and showing up in person. And she wants to be an Avenger. Well, while they're there, um, the Hulk and another guy who becomes the Brainiac, like some kind of brain guy, the super smart, they're working on an invention. They power it up. It turns everybody into mutants. Um, And so that's where Mm. Miss Marvel gets her powers from. The whole thing goes awry. It explodes. Um, Captain America, they think, dies. I don't know if he dies or not by the end of the, the thing, but it looks like he dies uh, saving people, and they have a memorial for him, and then these it's a little set futuristic, and so the guy who was helping invent it gets kind of poisoned by his own invention, and he starts hunting down all the people to cure them, and it becomes kind of like a totalitarian society or whatever. Kind of crazy, and everything's locked down, and they're hunting mutants, and she's on the run, and so then she goes throughout the rest of the game to one by one reassemble the Avengers. Um, and then you get to play as all the Avengers and her and kind of choose which ones to go on which missions. It was a really cool game. 
that's what I thought Miss Marvel was going to be. Now, was I completely off? Is that not like comic book kind of stuff? Or, you know? Uh, yeah, you're off there about the mutants, the killing off, and kind of putting the Avengers back together. But yeah. Okay. So I don't that was just that a little would... bit out there. And, and it wasn't Disney's Avengers. It was just Avengers. So it could have been like, you know, story-wise, they could have just been going with a offshoot multiverse kind of thing, you know? Or they could have just been telling their own story or ripped some of it from the comics. It was cool, though. I was super into it, and I really liked the story, so I was really excited to watch Miss Marvel. And then the show was just something completely wildly different, um, you know, coupled with, like I said, the fact that it was kind of... felt like it was targeting a younger crowd. <clears throat> so And slow. Man, was it slow. First couple episodes. Yeah. Well, they're... Well, well, I think we all know they're going to start targeting the Young Avengers. You know, there is a Young Avengers. You know, they got Kate Bishop from Hawkeye. They're going to... So they're... Oh, I'm into that, though. That was that was cool. I don't know if it's because she was um, with Hawkeye, you know, and like an apprentice. But either way, I still liked her character a lot. And I think it was more action-y. The whole thing was like then, she's running for her life right? instead of like going to school... And being teased. And then by you're kids. still gonna have. Then you're still yeah. gonna have Yelena. You know. The, oh, she's amazing. She's like the as Black good as Widow the first, sister. She's so, like as good as the first Black Widow, in my opinion. She's right. hilarious. So, so, and then, and then they're gonna have Kamala Khan. And then, you know, we can segue right into the end of this. Um, the next one's gonna be She-Hulk. All right, I'm gonna talk She-Hulk because I, I rewatched so, the trailer again right before we shot this because I watched it on a bigger screen earlier, but I just want to see it one more time to put it fresh in my head. I'm excited for that. So we can talk, we can talk. She's an, she's an attorney. And I believe, I, I don't know off the top of my head, could be wrong here. She's either the cousin or she's some relative of the Hulk. And I don't know if there was a therapy thing, if she gets an injury or whatever, the back story, but that's why she has to go seek out Oh, Dr. Cool. Banner. And then something happens. And obviously, there's a gamma malfunction, and that's She-Hulk. All uh, right. As far as how she can control, I, I, I don't I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. But that, that's at least the gist that I know. I hope I didn't spoil that. I, If I am wrong, people do let me know. But I'll I say think from, from the trailer, I think this is going to do better. Um, I don't know how Miss Marvel did, but I think this is going to be one of them good hit ones. I think people are going to like it because it looks funny. Um, and Miss Marvel wasn't really funny. Like, it had some funny bits in it, but it was kind of serious. And uh, I don't know, tackle some of the shows have tackled some more serious elements, but this just looks pretty funny. Um, and not only that, but they've actually taken some liberties, and I think they tried to make She Hulk more attractive in general. Um, and they kind of hint at that in the trailer when they actually make comments about her. Um, so that's coming straight from them, not in my opinion, but that's coming straight from the actual trailer itself. So they're trying to make it appealing, in my opinion, from a marketing standpoint, as well as um, funny. So not only is it like, you know, I don't know, let's just talk marketing for a second. It's, it's good to look at, it's good to listen to. You know, those two things, if you can put that in to a show, you're gonna, you know, sell more, essentially. You know, marketing one on one. Well, they've also hit. You, you know, we're on the topic, and 
I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's anything wrong. I'm not saying anything wrong, but they're hitting ethnicity, if that's the right word, with each superhero, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's great, honestly. That that, that I, I, so, I really like so, that, and I, I almost forgot they were doing it, you know, because, but like, it's, it's awesome. I, I do like the representation, and honestly, the representation has kind of always been there from the start, the way it was written. It was always pushing the boundaries um, and including different ethnicities throughout all of Marvel, and that's that's something really cool for, about Marvel. I'd totally give them props for. That well, I'm all into. So if I don't like Avengers. if I don't like a show or a movie, it's because I genuinely don't like the story. <laughs> it's just boring. You know what I mean? Right. Because um, I can tell you straight out of the gate, like my one of my all time like some of my all time favorite Marvel movies have been these uh, these characters that didn't come right out the gate. You know, they weren't Captain America and Thor. And, you know, all those ones. They were actually all the ones that came after that. Um, I mean, I love Ant-Man. I really loved uh, Black Panther. Um, that was, like, one of my favorite favorites. That was so good. So underrated. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, would you consider would you consider Hawkeye coming late, even though he was in Thor? And he was in... I mean, he only had a blip. Remember, Hawkeye guarded the hammer. Yeah, he was a good character from the beginning, though. And he was also in all the Avenger movies. So, so would you say, I mean, he he really didn't have a big part, but like for me, I always liked Hawkeye because he didn't he didn't have any special talent that you knew of at that time. So you saw the show and you realized what it was. Spoiler alert: he had hearing difficulties, but well, he didn't have him was, the whole time. I thought that happened during Endgame. They, I don't know. Was it Endgame or did it? I think it was. I think it was like um, damage trauma just from like being in the action sequence and stuff. I can't remember which battles he was in in the end of Endgame. Or, like or was, was that from the? Or, or was that the explosion when he was in Budapest with Black Widow when they when they blew up that building? He seems really, really hearing impaired now. Way farther than he never even hinted at that in the movies. But I don't know. Either way, I mean, he was great. That show oh, was yeah. amazing. Both characters were amazing. I can't wait to see the new, the new Hawk Girl. You know, she's awesome. You know, there's like, to like to me, there's it's all about the story for me. It has nothing to do with the characters. Uh, the acting, of course, plays a role in the skill quality of the acting. I think, but um, and how well they pair the people up. But so far, like it's all over the board for me. You know, I well, I think Captain we... Marvel is. I've said this a million times. Captain Marvel is my least favorite movie. I've seen well, it only well, once or twice. She... And, She's she's on her way out. Like I mean, she's got to be. She's got to be. I mean, and that was casting for me. Did not like the actress. In part of it, I didn't like her in interviews. So when I watched the movie, I had that you know, into that interview person still in my head watching. It. I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> so. But you know, I'm being too judgy because I don't know her as a real person. She could be an amazing person, um, but still didn't like the movie that much. Correct. <laughs> um, all right, but let's talk. Let's talk about um. Yeah, let's talk about good ones. Let's talk about... Okay, I didn't see Doctor Strange. I feel like maybe one day... I love Doctor Strange. That's another one of them ones that just kind of came after the fact that I thought his movie was fantastic. The Multiverse of Madness, we don't have to spend too much time in it. Good or bad, in your opinion? Um, It should have just been called The Scarlet Witch. 
All right, so the Scarlet Witch movie was that good or bad? <laughs> um, the to me the effects saved it. But well, I was really that then did... like jumping through different worlds and stuff, and just like all the magic that he does? Yeah, and and the surprise characters that they had in it was was fantastic. It was cool seeing it. Okay. A little surprise. I, I, I I've mean, heard, I've I heard really a don't... couple people say nice things about it, but the general consensus I've heard is that it's just it was not... too long, yeah. and you, within the first 10, 15 minutes, you already knew the premise. She already knew everything. And it's like you knew that talk you see in the trailer where she's out in the field, you already knew the outcome. Like, there, there was reasons why that trailer was the way it was because it would have given away the whole premise of the movie. Had they have played that clip one more second, you would have saw the whole premise of the movie when she, when they were, when Doctor yeah. Strange and Wanda were talking. So when you see that part in the beginning, you're gonna know the whole movie All and right. outcome. And it's like, you know, it was disappointing, you know, for, for what they gave you in WandaVision, which, where did that other form of vision go? You know, the one that the cop people made? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where's that? Oh. Where's that? Well, was he, where is he called, like, White Vision or something? He's something. He's got a special... What, what, whatever we want to... Special vision will go with. I don't know the clarity <laughs> if we can say white vision or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, he has some kind of name in the in the in the comic books there, you know. Like, yeah, so you know, either way, you know, I would like to see him so again. He's one of my favorite characters too, and I, I actually um, like the Wanda show a whole lot. I know that was like um, kind of slow build up, but I maybe I liked the creepiness about it. Maybe I like this trying to solve the puzzle. I like the character Wanda a lot and Vision. I even didn't mind the fact that it was uh, like black and white and then slowly turned to color. You know, I thought that was cool too and that they made it kind of fun of it with different TV shows. All of it. I was fine with that. I don't know why that one was interesting to me and some of these other ones haven't been. I'm not sure. But everything you read, the story about it where she goes around hacking up people, yeah. Oh yeah, she that was yeah. All right, so... All right. Like, it showed... This was a rare Marvel movie where it showed the brutality of what a superhero could do. That's kind of that neat. It's kind of neat that they took like, a different, different approach with it. Yeah, so, so I can appreciate so, that. So it, so it took it to a different realm, but what was confusing about it is each multiverse she went through, the character had to stay the same. At least that was what I got out of it. So how were there three Spider-Mans in a different universe? <laughs> is well, what... money. Money. That's it. <laughs> money is why. Money is the reason. <laughs> and then at the end of Eternals, or no, no, then at the end of Shang-Chi, you see Shang-Chi go off with that chick and they walk through that portal with Wong when they leave the when they leave the bar. That was another fantastic movie. Okay, so there have been some real bangers here in the past. So, so the Phase 4 and all that, there's been some good ones. All right. Yeah, Shang-Chi was fantastic. This, so it's like, where where did Shang-Chi Shang go? Hopefully he comes back. I'd love to see him. He was an instant, instant, like, favorite. Instant, you know, awesome. 
So what you saw so it's him, like, it's just like, yep, that, that's an Avenger right there. I don't know which part of the timeline maybe that it was on because, you know, you still had the Darkhold at that time, which was the voice that called out. I think you told me that one. That was the voice that called out to Shang-Chi's father. They keep making them hit the stuff where all the flying bat mm -hmm. things came out. Yeah. Well, that and was the same voice that was calling out to Wanda for her kids. And the sidekick for Doctor Strange, his name escapes me, but he's in that movie too, and he comes and gets him at the end. So we know timeline-wise it's least after Doctor Strange, so he could be with Doctor Strange in one of these movies. So there were, uh, you know, there was a lot of pieces there, but overall Doctor Strange, I mean, eh, it was just, eh, I think... I think the hype of it was more than what it gave you. Yeah. We were kind of hoping for... I don't know what we were hoping for. The first one was just so out there and, and such a good uh, such a good movie. It can be hard to follow it up, you know? Especially if it's well, trying to take a new direction. Well, you saw Spider-Man No Way Home and you were like, oh, wow, this is awesome. You see that little bit of a trailer and then they gave you this. Yep. Now, I did think Spider-Man No Way Home was awesome. I was a little late to the party watching that one, as I've been lately. Um, I thought it was awesome. Lots of people, when they first saw it, said it was like life changing. I, I might, I'm gonna go out there and be the first one to say I think it was a little overhyped. It was good, but I don't think it was more exciting than watching Guardians of the Galaxy two or something like that. I mean, like maybe some people do, but I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Speaking of the new ride at Disney. Is awesome. Oh, I still have to go. I still have to go there for that. I've ridden it three times now, and you have to get in a queue at 7 a.m. or at 12 noon or 1 p.m. I don't know, but you have to get on your phone and try to get in queue to get it. And once you do, it's a pretty short line. They give you a time to come back and ride it. And uh, so, can I talk about it for a second? You mind if I talk about the the roller coaster oh, yeah, and what good. it's like? I, I love I love Garly, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I yeah. Okay, okay. So this roller coaster, it's they call it an Omni coaster. And if you ever ridden Rock and Roller Coaster, it's kind of like that with rock and roll music, kind of fast. Except it's not because you don't go upside down. You do go sideways and you go backwards and forwards. And it's like a roller coaster, but it only has a lap bar. It doesn't have a shoulder bar. So it's very comfortable to sit in and the seats are kind of cool. Um, it's fast. It's loud. Um, the, you're in outer space zipping around. And all the favorite characters are there, and they make funny comments, and there's cool music playing, and it's a different song every time you ride. There's like a whole set of songs they play, so it could be the same song. But um, the coolest part is the roller coaster, or what makes it an omni coaster, is you start out backwards, and then you, your carts turn individually. So your chair and the other three people, two and two, make four, that whole chair turns, and so the back becomes the front while you're moving. And then it turns sideways, so now you can see all the people beside you while riding a fast roller coaster. And then it goes backwards and forwards, and it spins you around while you're riding, but not in a seasick way. It does it in a very smooth, relaxing way. Like, you get off the ride, and you don't feel like you were yanked around at all. You feel like you rode something smooth. And it was really fun. Um, and they have a little bit of story in the intro when you first come in, where you walk from room to room. That ride's outstanding. Now, because it is Guardians of the Galaxy... Mm -hmm. how are the tunes how's the music for it because it has I believe both movies have a great soundtrack they pull straight so from those it's the same time period of songs okay good so oh, it matches yeah. the yep it was awesome and then all the characters have funny lines they had them all especially voice it the whole cast so 
just really cool. It's yeah, a uh, definitely it it's, it it's a must ride. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so that's uh, another show coming up that I believe they're doing a Christmas special. I think they said what November or December, or was that next year? Was the it Guardians year? of the Galaxy one? Yeah, I think that's a show coming to Disney. Really? There was there were there was a special coming around holiday time. Okay. I I didn't I didn't hear that yet, but that's cool. Um, I did see the little I Am Groot show coming out in August. It looks like it's probably gonna be a cartoon or something silly, right? Or some shorts. I don't know. Gotta be something silly. She Hulk comes out August seventeenth, so we're definitely looking forward to watching that. And so around that time, Thor should be released to Disney. Plus. Yeah, yeah, that's the other one we didn't really talk about. We can kind of end on that one, you know, because let's see, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever comes out in November this year, and then Ant Man and the Wasp after that in February, and then Guardians of the Galaxy three in May, and yes. the Marvels, Fantastic Four, and blah blah blah, more and more. But let's just talk Thor: Love and Thunder on the way out here. Um, neither one of us have seen that, right? No, but they had a great trailer song with Guns N' Roses' Sweet Child of Mine. Wasn't that fantastic? Yeah, gotcha. we're sold. Gotcha. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's enough. And honestly, I heard it was like funny like Ragnarok was. And I've seen a couple snippets of the movie uh, illegally recorded just here and there on accident. Um, and I'm excited. I kind of like Natalie Portman a little bit. I'm not like a super fan, but I think she's kind of cool. It has nothing to do with the fact that she was in Star Wars. Um, but she's kind of cool. So we got her. We got Thor. We got a couple of the other really funny characters. The big rock guy. That's funny and silly. He's in it. Gore. Who's that? Gorg? Gore? I think his name was. But yeah, we also yeah. have Valkyrie. Tessa Thompson, the actress. Yep, she's like, in it. I like her. Yeah, so all those characters are really, really cool. They're they're awesome it's going to be really funny um i've heard good things about it from people who saw it already um, but i think christian sad... bale's in it christian yes. bale yeah the old the the dark knight himself he's he's bridging the gap through the multiverse and coming in from dc to marvel so that'll be cool christian bale's fine i don't have no problems with him um hopefully you know, everyone's everyone's given flack online about you know jane foster's character do we really need a female thor and it's like well if you follow anything of the comic books which marvel does you you already knew at some point jane foster was going to wield the hammer and yeah and uh, I don't, you okay know, I, don't I can't know if say i can't say it because it's a spoiler i did see something i can't say it's because it's a spoiler but it has to do with her and the hammer and it is cool all right so i mean well, I, well, I, they showed it in the trailer, so, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. They showed her dressed up in the outfit, and yeah, she has the hammer in hand. So yeah. Yeah. we know that she wields it. But right. I have a spoiler beyond that I saw, <laughs> but I won't say anything. I, yeah, I know a couple of them as well. Uh, uh, of yeah. The end, well, I just know the end credit. Okay, I haven't seen that either yet. Man, I'm, I'm really excited I'm, to see that, though. It's really hard for me to wait. Um, so maybe I'll get around to seeing in theaters before then if I get an extra date night or some time out. It's hard to, you know, with kids and all that, young kids, you gotta get babysitters and stuff, and then you end up paying triple. <laughs> you gotta pay for babysitter, plus usually dinner, plus I, a movie. It gets expensive. But as far as Thor goes, I think anything should be better than The Dark World. So. <laughs> that, yeah, that was not, not so great. 
Yeah. But Ragnarok was good. I liked Ragnarok. That was, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Loki will wrap back around and be in one of these movies one day. So he did get his own TV show. Well, according to the show, he's still out there. Yep. He was out there from a, from a different universe, so. Yep. All right. I think that's a good place to stop as any. Um, unless you have anything else you want to say about any of them. No, I just appreciate you having me on this episode. Yeah, this is fun. I love having you on, Dave. Um, so I guess on the way out here, we should uh, tell people where they can find us. Um, I would say my Twitter handle is like at Jedi DJ, but uh, it's spelled funny with a three. <laughs> so it's like J3DIDJ. Um, so you can get me on Twitter. You can get me on really anywhere. Uh, but the easiest way is to go to halffullreviews.com. That's my website. You can get movie reviews, video game reviews podcast you can actually join the discord server from there and hang out with other people it's totally chill uh, i drop all the podcast episodes and reviews in the discord server as well so you can keep up on the latest there and if you'd like to get a hold of dave dave you want to tell people where they can find you yeah you can find me at todaysclimb.com dave is a life coach so if you didn't know that uh he has life coaching life coaching services blah, blah. hard to talk today it's todaysclimb.com like he said and at, on social media at Today's Climb, so you can get in touch with him uh, just to talk Marvel or to talk life coaching. Um, and uh, thank you again for being on with me today. And with that, I'll see you guys next time. Uh-huh.